Good morning, everybody. SF Live breaking news special. In a few seconds, I'll be joined by Ernie Mast. He's president and CEO of Dory Copper Mining. And we're going to talk about some drill results from the formerly highest grade gold mine in Quebec or in Canada, actually, the job, the Joe Man gold mine. But before we get started, please be reminded to follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, hit that subscribe and that like button, hit the alert button. That way you get notified when we go live with another update. It's really important to us to know as well how we're doing. How, how is Ernie doing? How, how is Dory Copper doing? What do you think of the drill results? Leave a comment in the or leave a leave a comment in the comment section below makes a lot of sense but uh yeah it's monday i'm still trying to figure it trying to find my footing but uh let's switch over to ernie and uh ernie wonderful good morning happy monday to you as well i hope you had a good weekend yes i did good morning kai good morning to all the listeners i think it's a beautiful day around canada today oh can't complain and with always monday early monday morning press release i know you've been busy over the weekend drafting and getting it out um Positive drill results from Joe Man 2020 program. Run us through the highlights. Yes, we did 8,300 meters at the Joe Man property, which we have an option on. The property is 1,900 hectares. And as you mentioned, one of the highest grade past producing gold mines in Canada. Uh, we were drilling four of the areas at the mine. Okay, and uh, like run us through the key highlights. You, of course, you start the press release off always with some highlights, and then uh, let's put them in context. And of course, you, you drilled three different zones, right? How how were the rest distributed? So a lot 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 to unpack in there. Run us through that. Yes. So uh, one of the main highlights is on the west zone. Uh, we had an intercept of ten point three four grams per ton over four meters, and this is down dip, uh, approximately hundred meters down dip of previous uh, intercepts that were then a little bit below previous mine working. So essentially what we've done is we've extended the ore body uh, down dip. Uh, we drilled also some holes in the in that program on the west zone, which were a little off the plunge zone. So it's helping us delineate the size of that plunge zone. And it's uh, a very interesting target for us for continued drilling on, on the west zone, uh, having a high-grade intercept, kind of confirming the intercepts which were there historically. Fantastic. And also far west zone, you, you actually hit something 900 meters a long strike from the western zone. So like, does that really extend the project like, and the size of the mineral footprint? Uh, yes, it, it definitely does. The far west zone was never mined and we were drilling close to surface. On, on the far west zone, there were historical intercepts there and some of them were surprisingly very high grade. There's even an intercept of 3.26 meters over 107 grams per ton, and then numerous other intercepts over 10, 20, 30 grams per ton. The issue with the far west zone historically was the fact that it was nuggety in nature, and the operator at the time in a low gold price environment uh, wasn't interested in, um, in the development of that asset. Uh, with the drilling that we did, we confirmed the fact that there is high grade gold there, it tends to be nuggety, uh, we're currently going to reassay some of the core to understand if there's a nugget effect within the core, but this definitely represents, uh, call it another unknown flank at the Joe Man mine, because we haven't talked about it before, and we got some very high-grade intercepts. Fantastic. Let, let's put that in context, like grades that you've drilled now to, to historical grades. How does that reconcile? Like, where do, where do we stand? How do these results from today compare? So uh, the, the grades at the far west zone, we had three meters of 10 grams per ton, which reconciles well with historical grades. We had some smaller intercepts of, say, 0.4 meters, but with over 30 grams. And, and that's typically what the far west zone would deliver. Very high grade, 
but previously we've seen it over longer intercepts. Uh, because it's shallow, it's an area we can go back and drill. So our, our immediate plan is to do some modeling and kind of understand uh, the geological context of the area before we return drilling there. Okay. I understand you won't be returning uh, as quickly because you got now other plants at Corner Bay, obviously. But uh, to, to, to wrap it up with uh, with Joe Mann, like, uh, did you release all the holds today? Like, what, what's left? Yeah, so we released the holes uh, today. The other item I should talk about is on the main zone. Uh, we had an intercept of 1.3 meters over uh, 1.3 meters of 6.3 grams per ton gold and 0.5% copper. That's the extension of the main mining area. And that hole was placed in between two historic one ounce per ton intercepts and the old mine working. So being able to connect the old mine workings with the two high grade intercepts that were done in 2008 is very significant. One of the most significant things also is that in all these holes we're getting that 0.3 to 1% copper. And that's historically what Joe Mann delivered. It delivered over eight grams per ton gold and 0.3% copper. So it means we're hitting the same structure that was mined historically by getting that uh, relatively low copper grade associated with the gold, which is great news because in the past, Joe Mann ore was treated in our Copper Rand Mill, which is located 60 kilometers from Joe Mann. Uh, and the gold was recovered in a mix of gravity and flotation. And it looks like we should be able to replicate Fantastic. that. Fantastic. And then coming back to that, you mentioned a lot of historical results drilling up to 2008 as well. Um, do you have all that data? Do you can use that in your resource update? Yes, correct. We have a very extensive uh, database of information on Joe Man. Uh, we're just talking about three of the areas uh, today. There's other areas on the property as well, but definitely these three areas that we drilled are the most perspective. And we successfully expanded the ore zones or did some critical infill drilling. Uh, so very significant and very successful with our program. Great. Uh, Joe Man results out today, like a resource update for Joe Man and, and the whole pack, uh, the project package. When do you expect that to be announced? Uh, we're, we're aiming to do a resource update in the second quarter. Uh, we would do it at Joe Man. We'd also do it at Corner Bay, which we're currently drilling. Uh, we will come back and do some drilling at Joe Man as well. So that may push things a little back. But, uh, you know, the the investors should rest assured that we're meaning, meaningfully advancing these properties and looking to implement a hub and spoke where we would have a high-grade copper mine, a high-grade gold mine, and a mine within between gold and copper, altogether feeding a centralized Phenomenal. mill. Now, 2021 is going to be quite exciting because you're also planning a PEA in the second half of the year to sort of showcase that hub and spoke model. So I'm quite looking forward to that as well. Um, let, let's briefly talk about the financing that you recently closed. Um, how much money did you raise? And can you tell us a little more about the investors that came in and like where's the where did the interest come from? So we invested a little under $6 million Canadian, and these are hard dollars. And that gives us the best flexibility uh, in northern Quebec, where we're located, or north of the 48th parallel in Quebec, where we're located. We get a 43% tax rebate on exploration work. So even if we spent, well, when we spend the money on exploration work, we can expect 43% of it back. So it's a very cost-effective way of doing business in Quebec. Uh, the investors were a series of individuals uh, connected to the mining industry, uh, generalists, as well as uh, some Quebec funds that had previously invested in the company. So we expanded out our shareholder data, our shareholder base a bit, 
but we also have some uh, very dedicated shareholders uh, continuing to invest in the company. Fantastic. What can we expect from Dory Copper in the next three to six months? You mentioned a resource uh, update. What else is in the pipeline news flow wise? Yeah, we should have some excellent drill results coming through, uh, resource update, and uh, and then uh, towards the second half of the year, the PA. Uh, the Shibugumu camp is a very active camp, and a lot of our colleague companies are very active. So I think we should see lots of news out of Shibugumu. We want to be leading the pack, but some of our uh, cohort peer companies will also come out with some interesting results. And in some way, shape, or form, those fit into our story because we have the mill and the hub and spoke scenario. Phenomenal. Great. Ernie, thank you really, uh, Thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure we'll speak very soon with uh, when we come out or when you come out with first results for Corona Bay. And uh, can't wait to have you back on the program then. In the meantime, good luck. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for the time and, and wishing everyone a very good day. Fantastic. Everybody else, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. This was an SF Live breaking news special with Ernie Mast of Dory Copper. Uh, by the way, Ernie and uh, Dory Copper are clients of SOAR Financial. So everything we say today, take that with a grain of salt. We own options in the company. So we're obviously biased. Um, and that's it from my end. Have a good day and we'll be back.